Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, before we get into the episode, I am joined right now by... Jackie, hello. And... Miles, hello. And... Miles. Hey, you're listening to Miles' ASMR. All right, we're not doing the ASMR <laughs> thing. Uh, so that was, that was the first Miles was actually Chicas. She's going to be on next episode. Hello. Uh, and we're just kind of starting out before getting into the episode. Did you introduce yourself? Yes. He went first. Okay. Did this I? Mark? I don't know if I, I did. I don't know. My name is Mark. That's Mark. Uh, we're going to be reading an email from a, I'm just going to say viewer on One purpose of our this many time. viewers. One of our many viewers. First time viewer, long time listener. If, if when you listen to the <laughs> podcast, you don't get an, a video image, then you need to uh, call a technician. Send us try, an email. Try restarting your computer. Yeah. Turn it off and then turn it back on again. Turn it on and then wait a week and then turn it back on. Unplug it. Unplug. Drop out. Tune in. What is it? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do. Drop out, get high, something. Yeah. I don't know. Have fun. Okay. <clears throat> Drop in. So this is an email that we got from Pugger. And it says, Pugger. He writes. Uh, she write, they write. Hey, guys. Do I it wrote, in a Casey Kasem voice. I don't, I don't really. I oh, Casey hey, Kasem. hey, guys. I love the show. Is that Casey Kasem? No. No, that's, no, that's not, uh, not at all Casey Kasem. That's who is that? I don't even Howard know. Howard Cosell. I'm doing Howard Cosell. You got a oh. countdown. I don't know Casey Kasem. Okay. It's real soft. Is he like... And they he's like, I'm Casey Kasem and today's top 40. Right? Yeah. Is he the number one with a bullet guy? I think so. Number one with a bullet. That thing. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, Pugger writes... <laughs> Hey guys, I love the show and I wanted to mention that the Steely Dan beatdown you guys mentioned where Jotaro was forced to do embarrassing stuff in the manga, the Ora 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 attack is three whole pages long, which is the second longest beatdown in the manga. The longest beatdown wow. is <laughs> part five's protagonist, not going to say who. Uh, mm. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, part five's protagonist beatdown versus, I'll just say this, versus Green Day's stand user. His Ugh. name escapes me. I remember I looked it up for you, uh, writer. It's Chocolata is the stand user. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that lasts nine pages in the Not manga. Not related to Green Day at all? Well, the stand is, is Green Day. But oh, yeah, yeah. The user's Chocolata. Okay, it's Which just is not Green Day. it's just Italian for you chocolate. Chocolatey Green Day is. <laughs> so so think about this. So so we Jackie and I are the only ones who saw the Steely Dan beat down. You remember when he's being super embarrassed and he's yeah. forced to like lay down as a bridge for him and stuff. Yeah, he beats him up for a while. There, it's three pages yeah. in the comic. Okay. So just think, next part. Um, the main character beats up Chocolata for nine pages, which to me also like that's cool. But imagine reading this nine pages like you waited a week to get the, the <laughs> next like issue of Jojo's and then you read it and you're like, OK, OK, he's hitting him a lot. Flip. How long is it? He's still hitting issue? him a flip. I, I don't know, but nine pages. I feel I mean, like it's like 15. A lot of I feel like it's like 15 or something. Maybe so it's, it's more extended. than half. I think so. <laughs> which apparently that was a problem people had with Dragon Ball Z is they do like Ka, and you turn the page. Meh. Ha! And they keep oh. changing the page and then it's like, next time. Oh, so, <laughs> so there's lots of filler in the manga too? Yeah, because again, they're writing it week to week. So sometimes it's like, fuck. So Chocolata must be a real asshole. Yeah, he's a pretty big asshole. I was <clears throat> remembering what he was. I was looking it up. Uh, he's a pretty big dick. Mm. Uh, on the topic mm. of fights, what are your guys' favorite in JoJo? Fights? Uh, uh, fights. Then I he fall asleep during all action <laughs> sequences. Then... Uh, <laughs> Pugger writes uh, what their favorite fight is, but I won't tell you because the musical references, I want to be a surprise because they're so ridiculous. Uh, so you list one of them or the protagonist versus the main antagonist in part five. Um, nice and vague. Yeah. 
<laughs> Basically, uh, he re- I like it when two people fight. He really likes part five uh, and thinks that the part five JoJo is the best. I haven't seen part five, right? It doesn't uh, exist yet. It, oh, it hasn't been oh. animated yet. It's only in. Uh, oh, it's only in the manga it, form. It's only yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going with he because it's Luca from Scotland. Is how this is signed. Oh, Scotland. Scotland. Well, Scotland. Scotland. I was gonna say it's Luca great. is a character in Corona Trigger. Who is a lady from and Scotland? Cool. That's true. I don't think she's from Scotland. But Luna, that song that I mentioned by Suzanne Vega, is a boy. Hmm. Luna. Lu- Luca. Oh. Okay. Lives on the floor above me. Well, I'm, I've met I've met a guy named oh, Luca. Oh, by the way, Italian. The email ends with Miles. Don't leak my social security number. And then five numbers no. are listed, and I am assuming <laughs> that it's not a real number, but I won't say it. Don't think that is. I'm assuming that in Scotland you have more than five digits for if you do social security. I don't think you do. Oh. I'm gonna get you, Luca. Um, <laughs> I love Scotland. Thank Miles you. Miles is coming over. So, so thanks for writing, Luca, uh, or Pugger. Way to go, Pugger. And my favorite fight. Ah, uh, I wait. Does is Luca? Does Luca say it's okay for us to use his name? Well, too late now. I decided to read the email alias, and he signed it, Luca from Scotland. Okay. All right. So, so I guess that's okay. I mean, Hello. Hello. From Scotland. 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 Oh my God. Now he hates us and he's never going to listen to us again. Bizarre adventure. It's great. Guys. That's great. My, that's my entry phrase to get into a Scottish great. accent, but that's also the only thing I, I can I say with a, a Scottish accent. I saw a video once of these like Scottish kids in a hot air balloon and it's like <gasps> landing and they're getting close to like, uh, what, what do you call like a wine grove or whatever it's called? Oh, a, a vineyard. I guess a vineyard. And they're like, you got to land on those grapes. <laughs> <laughs> like the R was rolled so hard. I was like, they really do that. The how do you think my Scottish people, part of a trip to Scotland. How do you think Scottish people make fun of our accent? Do they just go like, hey, I'm American. I love French fries. Yeah, it's pretty, so like, frah. It, it's pretty no, much No that. rolled R. Hey, sorry about all that. Um, my, <laughs> We've lost all of our my, my, my favorite fight in JoJo's, uh, one of them might be one that we're about to see in the next OVA episode, mm-hmm. which is Darby the Gambler with the the, oh. the poker and stuff. I, I do like that a lot. Um, that, yeah. As far and and also um, the final battle of this arc is really 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 good. Tell us about it. Uh, you're gonna see it. It's Just got describe it's it got to- knives. It's got heavy vehicles. <laughs> it's got v- vampire. It's got <laughs> single vampire. <laughs> trucks is it dracula oh yeah shit yeah oh yeah that's a good do you like that one yeah you don't like any part two fights you you always you always say the part two has mind games and stuff well you haven't given me a chance to talk yet this is still you said oh yeah like you haven't thought about it oh i'm done you're damn right jackie someone else go you can't think of one no no well i also can't think of one that's what it was i don't remember any fights yeah <laughs> uh at all i we don't have good memories also um own, i really the things that i like the best are all the mind game stuff uh which you see occasionally in part three uh including that one that you just mentioned and the part two had some good ones but i don't remember any of them so i'm gonna rewatch part two and i'll see you guys next week <laughs> i've seen very little of this show but I, the one fight that really sticks in my mind is the Junkin' Boy when they're... No. They're, I know. It's uh, stupid. I don't care. Yeah. I love them flying through the air. I love oh, the, right. the scoreboard like in between. Yeah, that's uh-huh. true. It's, it's not like a good fight, but it's funny. And yeah. I, I enjoyed that. 
And again, this is based on my severely limited knowledge that, of this Was show. that your first episode or no? no? Your first episode was Rohan. Yes. Yeah. Who, which that fight was also fun, but I don't think it was funny. Mm. I don't know. I did. Rohan is definitely my favorite character that we've come across. But he's, doing, he's a fan favorite. Mm. We're doing best fight. Yeah, well, favorite, favorite fight. Favorite fight. There's no arguments. I liked. Um, Even though you all groaned when I gave my answer. You're, that's true. <laughs> I liked the Angelo one. Oh, I liked okay. him like figuring out how exactly to contain all his water attacks. Yeah, and I liked the one against Kira when he was in his original face. Oh, behind caterpillar shoes. Yeah. Where you got to go to the gym? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Jackie, so if I just throw some villains at you. I'm not going to remember <laughs> who they are. Okay. I, my memory is like, I remember the last episode that I watched. Okay. And that's it. What about <laughs> slippery dude that the Nazis first experiment on that jumps inside somebody's leg? Like he jumps in a vent. It sounds like you're just putting words next to each other. And then he, then he jumps in somebody's leg and the guy has to... You, all right. And Jumps then, inside somebody. I don't remember yeah. this at all. What, or guy with all the wind. Remember out of the ribs and then he is riding around a racetrack. I like any time Joseph was like, I know what you're going to do next. That's like all of them. I, I think. know. <laughs> I like all those fights. Those are good. <laughs> and then you're going to do this. Yeah. And they're like, shit. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, but I then sometimes of... the bad guys would say, I know what you're going to do. And then it. Mm-hmm. To flip it on him. Yeah. That's Those are I our remember. favorite fights. <laughs> Something in part two. Some, Something all, in part all two. All of part two. I don't know. I always vaguely say, like, I like part two, but I can't point to anything that I remember I'm in the same part way. two. Truly, so, I am. Like, I don't know. That's like it for me. I was always like, I like part four the best. And then I read, like, JoJo fandom. It's a different apartment, the noises you're hearing. Mm-hmm. I read, like, people talking about JoJo fandom, and I'm like, who the fuck are these people? The names they drop, especially part five, because it's just food. What part number have I seen? Four, okay. ch- most of four. And this and is this five is that we're watching. Three, no, we're watching three. Oh, oh, right. Five has never been animated. Correct, correct, correct. Got it, sorry. And yeah. Three. So to recap, it's something in part two. I say final battle of part three. Chica thinks- Whatever I can remember. Whatever she saw, which is going to be <laughs> Rohan or John Kenboy. Fancy Tony. And Miles likes uh, Angelo or Kira. Thank you for writing. Way to go, Scotland. Goodbye. And, no, that's not uh, good. <laughs> how do you say goodbye in Scottish? Um, nope, nope, don't do this. <laughs> it just got worse. Uh, anyway, on with the episode. But I am joined as always by Jackie and Miles, and Hello. we have a guest. Unless I already introduced you, whatever. Uh, Hi, it's I don't mind being introduced twice. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Chicas is finally on a week after you heard her read an email with us. Um, you may know Chicas from the <laughs> from teaching the and <laughs> hanging out at Target. <laughs> oh, you should, get all your, you should get all your students to listen to the podcast. No, oh, don't. No. From the, <laughs> Extra credit. I teach elementary so, school. Extra credit. They don't need this. Yeah, in their there's lives. a lot of butt stuff on this podcast. <laughs> so Chicas has been on three, three times. She's tied for the most uh, guest appearances. Who's, yeah. Who's, who else Who do is I have in the lead? Mary. Oh. Um, That's going to be tough. Just to get some stuff out of the way, um, if you like this podcast, you should go subscribe and rate it on iTunes. If 
if you just look up jojo's bizarre podcast everything should pop in there oh i got a new podcatcher and i added like i subscribed yes. and you guys were one of the first ones listed so what were the other nice. ones listed well, there are a what, did bunch. You, what did you search for jojo's Get yes the fuck out of don't here. tell people there's options no 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 well there's just no, I, I, i've discussed them and how we're going to to be fair this is the only one that i'm subscribed to buy them out thank so. you um also, Soon if you will be the it, only ones that are live, oh, don't worry. You can also get us on any podcatcher, but if you want to download the episodes or listen right in your browser real fast, uh, you can go to soundcloud.com slash JJB pod. That's also our Twitter alias at JJB pod. Follow us there for dumb crap. Um, so Chicas was on when we were watching the TV anime adaptation of diamond is unbreakable, which came out in 2016. Um, now we're watching an OVA that came out 20 years prior. <laughs> 23 years prior. And takes place like... Oh, you're right. 23 years how prior. How long? Yeah. Probably 20 years also no. in the past. Uh, in terms of Diamond is Unbreakable? Yeah, like what, how... Isn't this 30 the years prior? Uh, no, 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 no. 13 years prior. Oh. Uh, 12 years prior. Mm. Richard Pryor. Okay. Um, because I believe that... 12 years Richard Pryor. That I believe that our arc started. 3 was like the first time it was current. And it and, and it was written in 1987, so I believe arc three is like 87 to 90, and then uh, fucking part four picks up in 1999, even though it was written in the early 90s. Part three takes Whatever. place over three years. Uh, well, it was written over three years. Oh, I see. What it you're comes saying. out like weekly. Uh, what do you want from him, Araki? That mean that I mean. By the way, oh, I don't know anybody else. I had a dream. I thought you were saying that the story took place over three years. No, 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 no. It just came out over. No, 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 no. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I don't know. I don't. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Tell us about your dream. I had a dream like last week that Araki Hirohiko Araki, the author of the manga, died. Oh. And it was very sad. And I went to some place. Now I don't really go. Did he die? He woke up crying. I woke up, pillow wet with tears. Tears on my pillow. <laughs> Second reference to uh, whoever that is. Destiny's Child. Barry something <laughs> written for... Barry Gibb. Are you just happy that Destiny's, Destiny's Child... Child. <laughs> Destiny's Child covered it. Okay. They did. There you go. I like their, I like their version of it. it is it's, a good, um, it's a good version. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, fucking... <laughs> yeah, I just... I had a dream and then I had a dream I went to like a place where there normally was lots of JoJo stuff and it was like barren and there was like the owner just like curled up in a ball. Oh. On the floor. There was like nothing there. But I don't really go to any place. I think I just imagined a Twitter account in real life. What do you think it means? <laughs> it means I'm an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Loves JoJo more than his wife. Right. Maybe the network what? is gonna oh, cancel no. our podcast. <laughs> we don't we're not on a network. You're gonna oh. anger the executives. Anyway. <laughs> Stop. We are getting nowhere. I'm so glad we just did the one episode. because um, this is up this is part one, so there's a cliffhanger coming. Um but so Chica's going into this. What did you expect? Now, you have not been listening. No, because you, you start, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, you started the first episode of the, the OVA, yeah. and you didn't explain what an OVA was, and so I was immediately lost, and I tried, I tried to follow along as long as I could, and I got about halfway into the episode, and I was like, nope, I'm not following this, so I I, I wish you told us that sooner, I, <laughs> so I could have fixed that for anybody I'm else. Sorry. <laughs> But I didn't want to admit to you that I wasn't listening. No, Thanks for the fine. feedback. <laughs> so I you can email us at yeah. I should have email, one. Twitter, <laughs> SoundCloud Just comment, angry so Facebook post, angry um, tweet to us. <laughs> yeah. So OVA stands for Original Video Anime, okay, or something like that. Um, it stands basically, for Orange Violet acronym. Great. Oh. It's a. Uh, 
it's basically it's home video. So you buy the only way to watch it is to buy the you know VHS tapes or whatever it was. Which at is the what time. you did. Sure. No, I pirated it because it's not available anymore. <laughs> this last one we bought the other ones. I right? bought. Well, I bought half of the other ones. No, I did. I bought all of them. You're right. Yeah. I bought all the other ones that eventually came out on DVD. I guess in 2000 they would come out on DVD, right? I don't know. It doesn't right. matter. Uh, basically, it's not uh, a, a television series. Oh. The way the stuff we it's watched like was straight to straight to video. Got it. But okay. that's not that's not a bad thing in in Japan for anime. That doesn't. And a lot of the time, that means the budget is higher. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to worry about week by week, mm-hmm. and uh, they're unbound by censorship, which we yeah. definitely saw this. this, yes. this time. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I'm right. in it now. Um, so yeah, I mean it. It was about what I expected. I expected to be lost because I remember even watching the first episode of the next arc haha yes um chronology um i remember watching that one and just being like completely senses just overloaded right this was not quite that sensory overload but it was a lot yeah like it it was it weirdly it felt like a more refined version of Mm -hmm. it i don't know it's yeah it's it's very it's more serious i guess a little bit more Grim, even they're not. The thing is, is they're not like the TV anime is trying to get every like panel, every chapter is adapted. Yeah, it's extremely faithful. Whereas the OVA can go well for pacing, for tone, for whatever. We're gonna just put in what we want to. So this put is in. still based on a manga, right? Okay, right. But it, it cuts, but it's not as accurate, right? It cuts a lot of stuff out for for length, uh, okay. and you know, I guess they didn't feel like we have all this time to, you know, do this. Um, yeah, it cuts stuff out for length and for pacing and for whatever it wants. So it takes some artistic license. Yeah. Um, the the JoJo's TV anime is is an example of a very very faithful adaptation, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know how common that is in terms of TV anime, but um, yeah, um, like a lot of the time OVAs would be like you'd watch Sailor Moon on TV or something, mm-hmm. and you watch every episode every week and then it's over and you're like oh, but then they would do like well here's a home video release of Sailor oh. Moon and and the movies are great. Do you and, necessarily and they have better budget and stuff? Yeah. Do you need to see the OVAs in order to follow the plot of the TV show, or is it just like here's a side story? Kind are of you thing? Re- talking about JoJo's? Anything? Or, uh, it depends. It depends. Like in this case, this is just a different set of artists' uh, idea of how arc three would go. So if you hmm. watch the TV version of the anime, which is a fun comparison to do. You'd be like, oh, wow. They Oh, so there are two separate versions. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. So I originally watched the anime version of this same arc. So I've already, I already know about Iggy. I know about like, okay. what, what we just saw. Oh, is that why you have two Iggies? Mark has is, yes. is one from well, ours. each? So no, the two Iggies uh, actually are from, Araki drew him two different ways. Okay. So one is uh, how you first see him. Okay. And it's more that he's this, just like a dog. And okay. the second one, he has more of a humanoid face. Yeah, with we, like we, human eyes. We kind of follow his perspective a little bit more. Okay. Um, so it's just the Spoilers. two different ways that, well, I mean, you know, whatever. It, it's just, Sorry. it's not, uh, it's just two different ways that Araki drew Iggy okay. for different purposes. Uh, or or his art just evolved coincidentally. Hmm. Um, cool. So yeah, basically like the TV anime that's been coming out over the last bunch of years that hmm. is still ongoing has been doing everything, every chapter, every single tidbit. But this OVA, this is the first example of an animated adaptation of the of the property. Mm-hmm. Before this, the only adaptation of JoJo's would be they had uh, audio dramas. Oh, which was maybe still is common in Japan, which is just like different voice actors read it, mm-hmm. and then you buy the CD and you listen to it. It's like a radio. It's like play. an audiobook, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we start off actually. 
um, to get into the episode, it, it actually doesn't even start with arc three. It really starts with arc one or yeah. before arc one even. It's like it starts with way the in first, the past. It starts with the very first chapters of JoJo's, I think. Oh, is that what that was? Was that yes. like Hamon? Was that the... Mm, yes the pre, and no. Pre-Hamon? It's, it's what Hamon needs to defeat. Oh, yeah. So it, it begins with, I don't know how much of this I should really explain, but it just shows well, a bunch yeah. of boobs. Yeah, but and it a show, bunch it of It shows these like Aztec, Mayan, Inca, I don't know, just uh, first South Americans. South American cultural Right, South, group. yeah. South or Central. Central. I guess it could yeah. be Mexico too. Mm-hmm. Um, Native Americans people. Native Americans people. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's a, clear, a sacrifice is about to go on. There's a woman uh, strewn across some kind of altar. She's white for some reason she's white for some reason her boobs are big yeah also white (laughs) nipples very white yep um and there's a guy in a stone mask which is very important to the jojo's franchise or an ishi ishi is how you literally say that um yes he has feathers on his head and then he picks up this big horrible weapon and stabs her with it they then drain all the blood into a uh, vase an amphora a uh, uh uh decanter Perhaps that's a word. I don't know it is, but words. it's I like what, where you aerate wine. Oh, hmm. well, you could aerate. And blood. amphora is like a big, a big. I've joke. never heard of that. It's, it's art history. You just shaped my perfect woman with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Mark loves jug-shaped women. Right. Um, <laughs> handles. Yeah. The spout. Just before. the one handle. Um, a handle. You're a actually spout. doing it right now. The one handle. <laughs> I'm a little teapot. Sorry, I've got one hand bent at the hip. Anyway, uh, then then the person with the mask and the headdress, uh, and this is on top of a pyramid, of course, one of the American pyramids, pours the blood all over his face. All of his feathers fall off, and these metal spines come out of the mask and stab him in the brain. They're real. It's also, very spidery looking, like um, face huggery kind of. Mm, yeah, like also, from Alien. Also, there's cuts of later because you see like dio's coffin in the water yes it's jumping back and forth you mean yeah it it then shows a coffin being pulled out of the water that says dio on it so i I wrote that that section just looked like a meatloaf video did you a lot of people like (laughs) posing with really bright lights on them and then the coffin comes up do do you plan on watching JoJo's? I don't know if I should really spoil I don't I mean I I'll continue if I can keep watching it here because i have no other way of watching no, it no i mean like the tv series is all on crunchyroll if you want to see oh. the whole plot or a uh, hulu if you want to see the whole plot from the very beginning you can oh this doesn't quite spoil it it actually enhances it like i could explain to you why the coffin is there but then it kind of ruins a good chunk of it no, i'll leave it i'll, I'll um, watch it at some point I'm sure. but basically the mask has to do with the coffin mm. and now who was in the coffin now has to do with what we're watching okay so really it, it wasn't is it dio in the coffin yeah. Okay. It, it, so really, this didn't. What gave it away? <laughs> this wasn't shown to it's either Dio or Meatloaf. The, 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 like this whole part isn't to show the viewer like this is how it all happened. It's mm. more like a tribute to it, I guess. Okay. And mm. I think the whole thing, since it jumps right in the fucking middle and it's the first animation of JoJo's, I think the whole thing is sort of like you read the manga, now see some people adapt it. Okay. I, I don't think anybody that. Well, I don't know. A lot of people in the '90s, like like American kids. They didn't have any comic book, you know? They would just have to watch this and figure it out. Yeah, I think it's weird that they did that. It is, it is weird that they did that. Like, you, like even the way it starts once this opening credit sequence is done, it's like they don't introduce you to the characters. No. Like, <laughs> if this is the first JoJo's thing you watch, you're like, who are these people? Right. Yeah. I, I think they 
basically didn't have enough money or time to do the whole arc. And I think they just really wanted to show the ending because it's a very cool battle, IMO. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Um, anyway, so basically, yeah, it feels like sort of a, a tribute to part three or to JoJo's fans. But uh, And the, the man you see who's in darkness, they briefly show that too right before mm. we go to a hospital. There's a man in darkness uh, with his shirt off and there's a little star on his back. Um, and he's got long blonde hair. That's Dio. Oh, so okay. you haven't seen him, but in the first half of the OVA that we already watched, mm. we've been seeing Dio. He's just kind of in the shadows. He's reading books. He's somehow getting behind people without them knowing why. Um, basically, somebody points a gun at the back of his head, pulls the trigger, and he's just behind them. Oh, good. Um, so he's just like out there, and they know that somehow he is connected to the stand thing where they're all getting stands. Mm. Um, they think that he getting a stand uh, has awakened the stands in the Joestar family. This arc introduces stands. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, okay. The problem with that is that there's a woman, uh, Jotaro's mom, Joseph's daughter. Holly. Named Holly, Holly okay. Kujo, who got a stand, but it's hurting her. It's not something she can control. She's too weak. She's, oh. She's not, she's, uh, her personality isn't that of a warrior, apparently. Yeah, um, she's very sweet. Right. She's a very oh. nice, sweet lady and... Yeah. Yeah. people should be able to have stands well, and they yeah. later do She's that's the thing is later you have enough. like a restaurant tour with a fucking stand yeah, yeah. Cleans your teeth and shit. yeah. so you know Araki really opens it up later but in the beginning it's like all stands are anthropomorphic and oh this is what you're saying about how he like constantly changes the rules yes okay yeah. so like all stands are like they are shaped the same as humans are and they're all like tarot cards and colors and okay. stuff and then he just starts to be like i'm bored let's fucking draw other shit you know what whatever yeah i mean every artist should have that attitude you know what come up whatever um so holly is sick and they're they're crusading to find their stardust crusading to find dio to stop him or kill him or whatever so that holly doesn't die okay which they mentioned in this episode yes and then the vines from holly's stand uh go over a stone mask this is all still ending the intro sequence, and it says Jojo's Bizarre Adventure in Japanese. Oh, that's her stand. Her stand mm-hmm. is like, it's like Ivy, basically. But it's but just it, like weighing her down because she can't control it. doesn't do it. anything. It just grows. Oh, yeah, I guess. It just she just has saps a, her a life. plant. She's yeah. just like becoming a, <laughs> a tree. I guess it's similar to um, Hermit Purple a little bit. No? It is, yeah, because the vine. Yeah. Is that those purple thing? spiky ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And that's the opening credits. We'll see you guys next week for the actual episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> Took a while. Um, then, uh, well, I don't know. What did you guys think? Uh, maybe we shouldn't get into the plot yet. Or let's do plot and then talk, I guess, after that. Okay. So we start out in the middle of the fucking desert. Mm. Yeah. Um, for those of us who have I think watched, it's the Sahara. Sure. For we those gotta, of us who have been watching... The rest of the OVA, the beginning, we know that they just wrapped up this whole thing with uh, this mist stand and judgment, and the whole town was a lie, and their car was destroyed, and so they're just stranded. God damn it. Uh, so, it's okay, wh- wh- what's wrong with you? I don't know. I have allergies. Uh, so, they're just sitting there waiting for a helicopter to come in that Joseph had kind of contacted before. I think he mentioned, like, Oh, I'm sending our backup or whatever. I think he mentioned that in the OVA that we watched. Yeah, because I guess they wanted them to connect. He had made a call before they left India. And they were like, we're going to... I just had to call somebody. Oh, no, no, no. That was about Abdul. Never mind. Um, it's a new thing. There's, helico- there's a helicopter. I don't know how the Speedwagon Foundation found them. Maybe it's something they cut out. Question. Yeah. What is the Speedwagon Foundation's goal? 
What are they trying to do? They're owned by Joseph Joestar. Oh. He's he's he does realty, he does real estate. What? And Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's rich. Is he a realtor? He well like that's, capital R? Apparently that's a copywritten term according to my I know, that's why I'm asking. Trademark. Oh. Is he a realtor? A colon TM close colon? Uh He's a real estate agent and somehow has the Speedwagon Foundation, which basically just serves to sometimes further the plot as like an unlimited resource. Oh. They just so come he's along. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's okay. sort of the, the, the Wayne Industries to his Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Okay. But with that hat, he's more like Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. Right. Indiana Jones. But that's not. Which I think is a confirmed like <laughs> inspiration. Oh. Mm. Um, so. Thank you. They're sitting there waiting. And yeah, as Miles points out, instead of introducing us, or anything like no voiceover or anything to be like Kakulin, who was a yeah. enemy and it's Polnareff, just who was an enemy these strong dudes in the desert look at these fucking weirdos look at a helicopter and the helicopter lands and or before it lands joseph and abdul are talking and they're like that's right it's our backup coming and they're like oh so we're gonna take the helicopter they're like no the pilots are stand users but they're gonna drop off our backup the pilots are not stand users did i say that yeah yeah I said the opposite? Yeah, you yes. said the wrong thing. The okay. pilots are not stand users. So the pilots are not stand users. That's what you meant, right? Yes. Um, he so, doesn't say all that. He <laughs> just says there's, they, they're bringing a stand user. No, he, yes, up. they do. Because someone asks, are we going to ride in the helicopter? And he's like, we can't because the pilots aren't stand users. And if a stand attacks yes. us, they'll be caught up. He doesn't, they don't want to they, endanger They can't them. defend themselves. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he says they that, have backup. That doesn't go super not well. Not that that helps them. Yeah. So they come in and there's this whole long thing where... They keep talking about this guy, and Abdul says to Polnareff, like, even you won't be able to beat him. And Polnareff is like, what are you saying? And he, like, grabs him by the, the scruff or the shirt, collar. the shirt collar. And he's like, what are you saying? He's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And Abdul is like, hey, what's with the hands? You're hurting me. <laughs> I thought that was a really funny line. What is with this multicultural group of street fighter knockoff? Yeah. Like, what? Oh, shit. I guess just the early 90s, late 80s, that's what they did. Oh, okay. Everyone was like a model UN, although it's not it's that really, diverse. It's really, it's just... It's just one Asian white, guy. White, Japanese, and... And one Egyptian man. Yeah, the jo- one Egyptian Jotaro guy. is half Japanese. Abdul is something. And po- probably Indian or Egyptian. Yeah. Polnareff But there were two, like, French. French-sounding Oh, yeah, Kakyoin's yeah. full Japanese, right. Or no, yeah, he is. That name is Japanese as fuck. I don't know what it is, but it's weird um and polnareff is french yes joseph is english mm-hmm. anyway sorry that's fine and then but I then i didn't know why they were hanging out together for model un we eventually it's get just because they don't tell you traveling all over the world oh that's it and these uh sure. so, they're, so they're like cool. who is this stand yeah, okay. user and they're building it up and they're like he's a you wait know. we should tell chicas why they're all together they're traveling to beat dio because they think by beating dio they can save holly i said said that already oh. how did like i just didn't know how they no. met up how did like they all like why that team Oh, no one listens to me. Okay, so Joseph is related to... <laughs> All of our listeners are listening. Joseph is, is Jotaro's uh, grandfather. Jo- Joseph is Jotaro's grandfather. And he's Josuke's father, but illegitimately. Yeah. Right. So that's why they're together. Okay. Then, and they care about Holly because they're related to her. Okay. Um, Abdul is like Joseph's servant or something. Friend. It's his Sala. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then the other two uh, are people that they fought along the adventure. way who were bad guys. And <laughs> but then, then they became good because the show is really good about hanging out with the people that you've just defeated. Right. Yes. And okay. I don't know where they originally, I mean, one of them is French and one of them is Japanese. And I don't know how they got to for. where so they ori- are. Originally, so unlike Diamond is Unbreakable, it's not that they're just like, let's trust these guys that tried to kill us. 
they actually had like a, a like a, a bud, like a little flesh thing implanted in them by Dio that controlled them. It uh, it's what created Gross Dad. If you remember yeah. Gross Dad, Gross Dad had one too. Gross Dad. Remember the green lumpy dude? Or no, I don't think Maybe I think she just started around. watching afterwards. Maybe you weren't around for Gross Dad. Mm, I don't think I was here for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds gross though. Yeah, he was gross. He was a bunch of green lumpiness he, that just made sad noises. He looked like a muck. The Pokemon. Yeah, he looked like a muck. Yeah, gross. or a Grimer. Or a Grimer. Or are they not that different? Okay. They're, like the they're, they're not pretty that different. similar. Yeah. Okay. Way to go, Mark. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they're talking about the the uh, fucking stand user, and then the the two speedwagon guys get out, and they're just sort of doofily looking at the camera. And Jota was like, "Which one is the stand user?" And they're twins, and they look and they identical. Look the same. They both have dumb looks on their faces. They're just like the most boring. It's like if you read like a book that was like how to draw a manga character, and you just got started, <laughs> and then like you drew one, and you're like, "Nah, he's not great." And then you draw another one, and you're like, "Ah, that's not great either." But they look exactly the same. And, but you didn't do any like color yeah. or like hair or like <laughs> weapons. You were just like, "It's a guy in a hat." <laughs> <laughs> and he's they a just, pilot. Again, they just stare at Jotaro and he's like, hey, I'm asking you. And they're like, oh no, I'm not a stand user. It's him. And they open the back door of the helicopter and it's almost like Abdul, Joseph, and these Speedwagon guys are like in on a prank. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one, it's no like one somebody, is saying anything. This is the first example of this sort of thing happening in the series or to them specifically. Someone should have prepared them. <laughs> so they look, in the, they look in the back and there's just like a bundle, but nobody there. Just like a blanket. Yeah, it's just like a, like a blanket. Like bal- up on the seat. Right, and Polnareff's like, there's nobody there. And he goes to see, he's like, what is it? A little person is inside that blanket? You're going to have as a miniature person? And, and he so, starts slapping the seat. Right, and then they're like, no, don't. He was in a bad mood on the helicopter ride. And then he looks at his hand, it's all said wet. He, they said that he had personality issues. Yes. <laughs> which is perfect. Right. Um, and then uh, he's looking at his hand, which is covered in, I, I guess, pee. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was drool because yeah, it was it, clear and I not it was yellow. Like clingy. Uh, well, because they said he had like a a problem on the way there, but I guess that's what it is. Um, and this uh, this manga loves piss, so gross. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, so then eventually, it's from it's just him staring at his hand that the user stand user gets out of the blanket and it's runs at him, and it's a fucking dog. It's a Boston Terrier. He's so cute. Uh, it runs and jumps and latches on to Polnarf's face. So he's got like his little arm paws around the top of his head and his little leg paws like around where his chin is. And so he's completely like face huggy. Yeah. And he's eating his hair. His tall hair. His tall, his tall his very hair. tall hair, which I drew while we were watching. Oh. It looks it's good. Not great. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I think it looks great. Beautiful. <laughs> I like it. I drew it a little too tall. <laughs> um, actually, no. Depending on what, which which version you look at, no, that's not unreasonable. Um, and then, like Joseph explaining this, like he's like, yeah, he loves to chew on people's hair. And then he's like, he also likes to fart in people's faces <laughs> while chewing their hair. <laughs> and as he says that, this like mustard yellow cloud starts to yeah. form <laughs> around Polnar's face, which has become dark with rage or disgust. <laughs> disgust. He's yeah. very much the comic relief of this series. Yeah. Everybody, everybody else, else is, is so, really serious. Yeah, everyone uh, else is so grim. Yeah. No, I, th- I think I think Polnaroff also is a little bit. Uh, that's, that's yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, I thought you meant Iggy. No. no. Oh Polar- yeah, Polnareff, Polnareff is, is always getting like beat even up. Iggy is pretty serious and yeah. in weird situations. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Polnareff is is a silly Billy, and uh, I like him for that. Because like in in four, everyone has like light moments. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Whereas it seems like Joe Toro will never laugh for this whole. <laughs> no, he's too show. cool. Some of that's the OVA though. If you watch the the anime, there's a little bit more silliness in general. 
So, because keep in mind, you're comparing two different uh, teams' interpretation. This is definitely the sillier half of this arc because I remember. I remember watching the anime, and I remember when we got to Iggy, things just got really silly. There was a lot of, like, more... There was more, like, poop jokes and I, stuff. I don't know. Did the Mariah thing happen back then, where no, not yet. Abdul and Joseph are just not yet. stuck together? Okay. Not yet. Um, That's probably going to happen. They're probably going to do this here. I hope. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> then they kind of give a little bit of backstory to Iggy. They're like, we don't know what country he's from, as if that fucking matters. They found um, him in New he's York, from though. New York. Yeah. But they said, we don't know where he's from, but uh, a dog catcher got him in New York, or Abdul couldn't get him or something How far like could he really have gotten? Yeah, I don't know. At least across the country. He could have gotten on a boat. Good or point. a plane. He could be a boat dog. He's yeah. Smart. A sea know. dog. <gasps> a salty he is very sea dog. Smart. So, he's, he's, he's now still assaulting uh, Polnareff. On the ground now. Polnar's falling over. <laughs> and they're like, give him a give him a piece of the coffee-flavored gum, which he <laughs> randomly, that's a thing that apparently distracts him or calms him down. I've never heard of coffee-flavored gum. In Japan, they do stuff. What kind of stuff? Coffee-flavored coffee gum. gum. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> and so Abdul gets the coffee-flavored gum and just takes a piece out of the pack, but has the pack in his right hand and the piece in his left hand. And Speedwagon does... Speedwagon people are like, no, don't. like, <laughs> Don't hold the pack hide, out. Hide the box. And he's like, what? And the dog jumps and just grabs the box out of Abdul's hand. So he's just left with one piece. And Abdul then also squeezes his empty hand as if to be like, there was something here. <laughs> it's very silly. Um, and then we get a glimpse then, of... Oh, sorry. Iggy, they, they look at Iggy and they're like, at least take the wrapper off. And he's just sitting there like gnawing Aww. on all of Yeah, the then for the next like five minutes, we just hear Iggy's horrible lip smacking sounds. Miles, I don't like it. Miles, will you give us an it. example? Oh, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Thank um, you. We get a glimpse of the, uh, what's his name? The blind guy. Oh, oh we, we get a, duel. A, a glimpse yeah. of our enemy. Duel. As of yet unnamed. He later just says his own name to himself. It's true. To and us, I, the reader. And I, Oh, one thing I wrote, I don't like Joseph's voice. I wanted Joseph's voice to be like the TV anime where it's lower pitched. Mm. Is it the same is as in the 2000 TV? OV? No, it's different. Oh, fuck that. Pretty sure. Jotaro might be different too, but I'm okay with it. What about Dio? Dio is the same throughout. Yes. What were you going to say? The last episodes that I, the last arc that I watched, I don't know that I ever found out or saw what Joseph's stand power is. You wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't use it that often. Basically, it's two things, because whatever. (laughs) Uh, One is that it's like a psychic stand. What is it called? Hermit Purple. Oh, okay. You've talked about that one. This is before Araki was like, oh, colors come before <laughs> thing, nouns. Um, and before he, he, he was like, it. just now, music references. Now his policy is just men. Right. Um, so basically, like, the first thing we see him do is with a Polaroid camera, he, like, karate chops it, which mm. breaks it, but it spits out a photo of uh, Dio. So, like, remote, mm. you know, uh, I don't know what you call that. But, you know, a thing that you're not really there near. Later, he then tries to find Dio by, uh, he holds like a television, mm. and then the characters in each different program, as the TV flicks through programs, it speaks uh, as though Dio is talking. Oh, so, okay. That's cool. But then, as time goes on, he randomly, instead of it just being these little vines that come out when he does psychic stuff, he can also use the vines like ropes. Oh, so that was what we saw. Right. Okay, okay, okay. We I'm see good. that later. Perfect. Thank you. Like Are they purple. vines? They seem like tentacles. They're purple tentacles. Well, they're spiky. They have like thorns on them. Yeah. Oh, I thought those were suckers. Well, they're pointy. Ugh. There were also the Holly's vines, which are different. But they, they do have spikes. Yes. Undoubtedly. True. Um. So. Holly has two weeks to live. 
Yes. And, and by the way, in some ways, Joseph is responsible for what happens to the Speedwagon guys, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm, they're he's his like, employees. Well, well, I guess there's one way to look at it. But he's just kind of like, before you leave, I want to ask you about my daughter's health. And they're like, it's not good. It's gotten worse. She's still on the edge of death. So they talk about it for a minute. And I was kind of like, let them leave. <laughs> um, so they get, and the guys also give them a bunch of supplies. So like, here's a bunch of water. Here's some food. Like they've, they've gotten like rejuvenated. Coffee they flavored had, gum. They had nothing, right? They had a bunch of coffee flavored gum. They have a dog that is not helpful at all. <laughs> He's real nappy. No, they, but it, we, when Paul Nareff attacks the dog, we find out that the dog has a stand. Oh, I forgot about that. sand. Right. Paul Nareff goes a to. A sand stand. Atta- attack the dog. Snake. And this big, almost also sort of uh, like north or central American, Native American yeah. sort of stand appears, but it's it's it it is kind of dog like because it mm-hmm. isn't it doesn't stand upright. It's on its like four, four legs. legs. Mm. I think its back legs are actually wheels. I don't know that it was that clear this time. I didn't notice. Um, and it's got this sort of beak like mouth and three feathers sticking out of its head. Um, and Polnareff goes to slash at it. It's pretty big, and it just falls apart like sand. But then it reforms around his sword. Do you think that his stand would work? effectively in New York City where he was caught if it is a sand-based stand? Great question. Um, <laughs> Do you it think works perfectly for where they are oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, no, it's perfect because they're in the middle of a freaking desert. But if they were, like, well, I don't know, New York, New York City, would sand. it be like a trash-based stand? <laughs> Pizza-based? How dare you? <laughs> sand is effectively just a bunch of tiny stones. Um, so it's a gravel-based well, dirt. I believe it is, uh, fuck, 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 I took geology, I'm letting her down so much. Uh, Sand, I can't remember the name of it. Shit, my geology book is right here, I'm not, (laughs) it's it's being used as a mic stand, never mind. But sand is just a bunch of type, just a bunch of tiny rocks, so maybe just any small granule type of thing he could use. Like salt? Maybe salt, dust, Mm. dirt. Inherent to his stand. Like maybe it just so he brings the sand with him. It just is Bring sand. The sand. It just it, <laughs> I was just thinking that <laughs> goes between being sand and being um, not stand. Mm. Sand, sand stand. Sand stand. Um, Enter sand stand. So we we just see basically <laughs> that Iggy's stand is formidable. But then it the battle ends. I don't. How does it end? Does like Polnareff say uncle? He just gets what? beaten or whatever. I don't remember yeah. either. And then Iggy goes back to eating gum. I think the gum stops him. Yeah, the gum. Oh, Iggy, this Iggy is where they him, pull out yeah, the gum. Yeah, Iggy has him right. on the ground, and then they take the gum out, and he's like, huh? And he runs away. Oh, uh, okay. So anyway, the Speedwagon people fly away, and they start driving, and they've got all their supplies in the back. There's like this little thing we don't need to get into, really. But basically, the, the Iggy has the back seat, and Polnareff's like, why am I in the, the, the bed of the bed. truck? Um, but then they see this like black smoke coming from the distance. Uh, actually, Joe Toto says, hey old man to joseph he's like what is that and they just see this black smoke and i guess they drive to it or they were going to approach yeah they're it anyway. like oh that's the way that the helicopter went we right. should go check it out they go there and guess what the what? helicopter crashed into the sand into Whoa. the ground into the sand stand and the pilots are dead no um, one the of pilot them is, dead. is dead his twin no is, they took turns his twin is in, a, in the i distance. know i know um oh you're right uh Abdul notes that there's no sign that weapons were used, which I don't know how the fuck he can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Because um, they're, no, they're not, like, beat up at all. Like, they're no... I mean, the guy's no, dead. No, they've been but, in a helicopter crash. They, yeah. they would be somewhat I'm just up. saying, like, how, how does he know that, like, he, he didn't see all sides of the helicopter and know there's no bullet holes or anything, yeah. like, just oh, shot oh, out oh, of the oh, sky. I, thought, I thought you were talking about the people. 
He's like, it's like they just slammed into the ground. And it's like, eh, yeah, I don't think you can make that judgment. It was going <laughs> to slam into the ground either way. So one of the helicopter people, the speed wagon guys, is pinned under the helicopter, dead, and he has his hands like he clawed at the wall of the helicopter. The ends of his fingers are all bloody. It's pretty gruesome. Bloody. Um, bloody. And Jotaro goes up to him and notices that there's like water kind of pooled in his mouth. But when he goes to lift the body, like just immense, an immense amount of water comes pouring out of him. And he's like, it's out of his lungs. He's like, did he? And then he actually like raises his voice and sounds emotional for a minute. He's like, he drowned in the middle of the desert. Dun, dun, uh, and the water then just kind of seeps into the sand. Can we, can someone explain how this happened? Hmm? How did this happen? I don't know. Maybe hold that or I guess, I think... I think the stand heard the helicopter, like, kind of leapt out of the air and slashed at it. It crashed, and then it drowned the one guy. If it was able to leap it, out of the air, though, how did it hear the helicopter, is my question. It heard it take off and followed it. And followed it? Yeah, because, like, Cause the, it, the it helicopter blades... Noise. Yeah, and the blades push around the sand that it's above, you know? My question is, mm. and it may be more appropriate later, but if it's able to leap out of the sand up high enough to hit a helicopter how come later when they're hiding in the truck it can't just leap into the yeah truck? i don't know it's weird i don't know I mean, it's, it probably didn't expect the truck to be there yeah, yeah but once it starts driving maybe tracing the helicopter it. it had all this time to like oh. suck in a bunch of water and like having all that mass it was able to mm. also why doesn't it evaporate and where does it get the water in the desert there's water in the desert so many questions mm. there's a killer cacti Actually, I don't know if there's cacti in the North Africa. I don't think there are. There's got to be. There's water. Shrubbery. There's water somewhere. I just know. Sure, there's water somewhere. Um, Maybe he just like amassed a shit ton of water and dumped it, and then like a lot of it went into that one dude. And so later, this the water we're seeing. It's not a lot of it. It didn't Mm. all get to pool together. So anyway, like a lake pours out of this dude. A fucking lot of water, like like pumps out of this guy. (laughs) <laughs> and then they look like and enough that there's a stream yes. coming out of him. They look and there's uh, the other body is off in the distance, right? And they just they just go up to it. I yeah, think. pretty yeah. much. And this guy is still alive. Thank you, Chikis. And he yeah. goes water. Yeah, he's he's asking for water, and they're like, "Oh, give him the water." They have a canteen, and they go to pour water into his mouth, and he freaks out, and he says, "Like, no, the like, water's trying to kill me." Yeah, what he says, the water's yeah, attacking me. He says in Japanese, "chigao," which means like wrong you like, you can use it to mean no but it basically is saying like no no no, you're wrong like not that um he says the water's trying to kill me and then this weird thing happens where the water like it has like someone's controlling it like leaps out of the canteen slices his head off and then pulls it back into the canteen how it did was, the stand real gross how did the stand get into their canteen um well uh, it might be the speed wagon people's canteen Oh. I don't know if it was Abdul's or Joseph's. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Um, and they all just kind of like freak out and like back away because they're like, the stand is water. Um, they're like, that has to be the stand. And they mentioned that it was a hand. I guess it like, we, we see it later taking the form of hands. Mm. Um, so I guess they're just like. And a shapely woman. Yes. Mm, for no reason. Buxom. <laughs> for, no, for no reason unless you know that you're looking at Polnareff, who's like a womanizer, but I don't know how he would know that. Yeah. Um. So I like that, by the way, the spinning of his head spinning off. It was, it was really like, like corkscrewed and yeah. just twisted his head off yeah. like a. It was very smoothly animated. It was like beautiful, a, and it's very know. bloody too. It's not like the TV show anime. It, and Jigas uh, made her second audible 
uh, response. The first time <laughs> when all the spines from the mask went into mm. the guy's head, you sounded horrified. And then this it was time, horrifying. I don't you just like sort of yelled. It was real spidery, and I don't like spiders. Yeah. Um, it was very violent. And I, and I just wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's of a lot of blood. Out of uh, nowhere. And so, uh, and it's pretty realistic blood. I don't know. It's not like. Uh, it's red. It's red. Yeah, they got the color right and everything. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Miles. Uh, and then what happens? I don't fucking remember. Someone explain it to me. Then they all kind of back um, away. And then, so first, oh, Joe it starts Taro, going after Polnareff, doesn't it? Yeah, well, first, Joe Toro looks around for the stand user and he's like, I can't find the stand user. And then. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is this when he calls Star Platinum out yeah. to look? Okay, yeah. my favorite thing about that is he summons Star Platinum because we know Star Platinum can see real good. Oh, can it? And <laughs> everything I'm so okay? Sorry. Yes. Is that a fork? I dropped a bracelet. Oh. And Star Platinum covers his eyes to see, which makes me really happy. Like, it's this projection of yourself. So silly. It's like super powerful, but he's like, it's fucking bright. Like, <laughs> cover his eyes. Like, how am I going to find anything? All this glare. He's I don't delicate. Know. You asked about him while we were watching, didn't you? Yes. Probably. She did. That is Star Platinum. I don't remember him. Was he in the ones that I watched? I don't know if he was in the episodes you watched, yeah. but he is in that he's arc. He's in that arc. Yeah. He didn't do much right that because joe taro spent most of his time in a hotel writing about starfish yeah what? he didn't do a lot <laughs> yeah chicas didn't finish uh the the anime for diamond is unbreakable so she doesn't really know what joe taro was up to that didn't whole I? time i thought i finished it did you watch the ending with us i think we watched the ending alone or oh, well, the three of us the last episode the last episode tells you like you know like it just recaps it's like the everyone sand, it's like the sand lot you know it's no it's like <laughs> it's like and this person ended up yeah, doing just this graduated high school yeah, and, yeah, yeah exactly okay. and yeah. interesting no, then I didn't watch it. Yeah, well, Joe I watched Ta- the second to last episode with you guys, I think. Oh, okay. Um, Joe Taro wrote a thesis and got his doctorate on a, about a starfish <laughs> that he found in Morio. <laughs> so he's a marine. Yeah, he's a marineologist. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Good yeah. for him. Which and he has this like dumb smug look on his face when they like show what everyone's doing. And it is sort of like, is that why you were in that hotel that whole time? You were like, guys, I'll help you out with my super powerful stand. But Let me finish my thesis. This fucking starfish. <laughs> um, so Star Platinum looks around. They can't find it. And then I think this is when it's like, oh, Polnareff and Kakyoin are, are arguing back and forth. They just see the canteen. And Kakyoin is like, Polnareff, go fucking attack it with Silver Chariot. And he's like, no, why don't you shoot some emerald splash at it? And he's like, I don't want to. Which, by the way, Polnareff is right in this argument. Because... Fucking, uh... What does Emerald Splash do? Hierophant Green is, um... Kakyo Oh, stand. that's not... Emerald Splash is not its name. That's a technique it has. Okay. And it just shoots, like, a bunch of projectiles. It and shoots like, green at... Oh, shoots green. It just shoots green shit. Oh, someone tweeted at us uh, this, like, thing that people have been passing around, which is... It's like, the title is like, I will use like Emerald Splash, like some quote from the manga. And it's just a kid with a green laser pointer and he's pointing at like a bathroom mirror. <laughs> so it's just like green shit all over the place. Um, so that's cute listeners. Way to go. Basically, I don't know. To me, Kakuin should have been the one to attack it because he just has projectiles. Like Silver Chariot would have to go up to it and like yeah. poke it with its sword, yeah. you know, and you know, it's a lot more dangerous, but they're talking is the point. They're making noise. So the water starts to come towards them. And, and it, then it takes the form of a babe. No. Well, first a Not hand yet. that slashes Kakuin's oh. face off. Oh, yeah. Yes. It slashes his face in three places, including over his eyes. Yeah. And he sort of falls down. And, and keeps then his eyes while. For the rest of the episode. Well, he's like pretty much passed out for the rest of the episode. Yeah. yeah. But then while Paul Nerif is like fussing over him, then it pops up again as a sexy little well, babe in the water. Yeah. It, pulls, it comes up as a babe in the for water. some reason in instead of just water. a hand. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's freaking out. But then the body, which is now decapitated, uh, the body of the Speedwagon guy that, whose head is now in the canteen, um, his watch went off, like an alarm went off. I have a question. Well, I have a question. What is your question? <laughs> what is your question? So that one guy, his whole head spinned off of his body and into a canteen. Why couldn't he just do that with everybody? What, just fit them into a canteen? Just like every single, like someone makes noise instead of just like scratching their face. Because that's boring. Just cut their head off. You got to get excited. He needs a little variety. Variety <laughs> is the spice of life, Jackie. I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, like if he could kill one guy instantly, why couldn't he kill everybody else instantly? I don't know. He didn't have enough water to do it. Or remember that a lot of it has to do with what he can hear. So maybe he didn't know exactly where he was going to go or who knows. Okay. Plot. Um, yeah, plot. <laughs> Uh, so Kakuman is now like out of commission Polnareff is sitting there looking at this babe like water thing but then Speedwagon body guys wristwatch goes off like an alarm and the water immediately just turns away from Polnareff and just slashes at the watch which breaks it and rips the guy's hand off um, and they realize like oh it, it looks for sound because you know it was totally on track until this like loud alarm sound went off and they're like yeah somehow it responds to that and then they see the water coming back towards Polnareff because I guess it realized its mistake somehow. Well, he started talking again. Oh, did he? Yeah, when they realized, um, he, they were like, it responds to sound, and then it turns that way. <laughs> and they're like, Polnareff, run for the uh, for the truck. What were you going to say? That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So Polnareff picks up Kakuin and runs uh, away from this water that is approaching him. And it chases swiftly. them. It that was a cool them. sequence. I like the animation of the water chasing them. Yeah. And looked, yeah, the sound cool. was really good, too, mm-hmm. I thought. The way, was, like, the... Sound. And it was moving kind of like snake-like. It wasn't going st- like straight at him. It was kind of right. serpentine, which was interesting. And it slashes and it manages to get Polnareff's uh, Achilles tendon. <laughs> which is one of foot. my biggest fears in life. Don't watch Hostel. I think I've seen Hostel. Maybe that's where the fear came from. Maybe. Don't watch Troy. I've seen Troy. Oh. Don't read yeah. Um, <laughs> don't read at all. Oh no. Don't give a hoot. Don't read. Uh, so Polnareff got his tendon slashed. He goes flying into the air for some reason, like he jumped right before her or something. <laughs> you wouldn't so be he, able to jump if your Achilles tendon was slashed. Right. So he and Kakyon are flying up in the air and Joseph Jotaro, is like... They're, at this point, they're all in the truck, but Jotaro catches the flying... Well, no, Joseph is like, catch them. He and like purple. He hermit, and Abdul's faces purple. sort of like come together. Or no, it's later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Joseph like uses uh, hermit purple, like the purple vines come out. He slangs like, those vines. He slangs the <laughs> vines around uh, Kakyman and Polnareff and pulls them in. And he has like Abdul help pull him in somehow. Like Abdul also grabs his stand, pulls them in. I thought that those vines were actually coming from both of them because it looked nah. like... Yeah, I realize now, but... How can he grab like? the vines? Explain this to me. Stands can be touched physically. Okay. We know that. And sexually. Yeah. Uh, that's a different episode. <laughs> and then... But not can't wait. <laughs> what did you say, Jackie? I said, but not emotionally. No. They don't feel anything. They're so hard. Um... <laughs> And then Star Platinum appears and just gently catches Kakuin and Polnareff as they appear. And then it shows all three of their faces, Jotaro, Joseph, and Abdullah, like it's like fucking teamwork. Uh, and then meanwhile, the water that was chasing them, you know, it lost the sound and it just slams into the side of the, the truck bed. Um, and they drive away. And everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, the reason, I just remembered, the reason why it goes back to Polnareff and Kakuin is not because Polnareff says anything, it's because Kakuin's face is bleeding on the sand. And it's oh, like that's right. It's dripping blood. You're right, you're right, you're right. 
So they're driving away and they're, are they talking yet? I don't know. But Kakyo is just not doing well. He's just, he's not doing shit for the rest of the episode. He's just there. Well, but uh, Joseph goes to get in the front and they're like, you're just going to run away. And he's like, yeah, our priority right now is to get away from right, right, this right. thing. Whatever it is, we need to be away from it. So they start driving away, right? Or now they're yes. moving. Yeah. They're moving and grooving. Um, we don't know where the fuck they're going. Uh, I guess they just know they're going west or whatever. Um, and they're arguing, but there's like a glove, right? Yeah, it, it, the the glove filled with water. Right. I'm sorry. We see. Up we see the that that the uh, the speed wagon guy. <laughs> they, Keep talking at the same time. It's really good. They, 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 well, they they cut back to the speed wagon guy with his hand that was like had the Casio watch, and his hand was severed. It wasn't Casio. Wasn't it? What makes you think it was <laughs> Casio? So That's expensive. like the most popular digital. Do you watch ha- brand. Or do you have stock in Casio? <laughs> she should be happy. In Casio their, stock their, is crashing in their right competitor. now. <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, the point is, they show the hand of the guy that got his fucking wrist ripped off, uh, and I kind of wondered why, but it's because it's showing you where this glove came from. Oh, that water thing got in the glove. I was wondering where it was from, and it's it's kind of weird. Do you think it chased after the truck like thing from? Yeah, the Adams family, where it's just running on two just, fingers like yeah, legs. Two, I'm trying to think of what else that's been. Let Master like Hand Mickey. from Super yes. Smash Brothers. Master Hand is that what it's Smash called? Brothers. Master Hand. Yeah. Okay. It's not a great name. Um, let's break it down. It's, so I, I don't hand. know. I don't know why it had to do this. I don't know why it had to go into a glove. Was it like they'll never suspect the glove instead of water? Like why didn't the water just cling to the Maybe, truck? Maybe no. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's probably easier easier for the. Water well, the travel. It started to choke him. So I was thinking that maybe it needs like an actual form to hold it while it's choking you. Form but of. It, it ripped someone's head off without that. It ripped someone's that. hand off. It could just go through your neck. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a very efficient or water. Or your chest. No, not the most efficient water I've seen. Right. I've seen more. It started water. out super deadly. And oh, then, at some and point. And then it just got silly. Yeah. Wanted to dress up. I think we missed at some point they cut over and we see the stand user that we saw a glimpse of before, right? I think by this point we've seen Ndul. Yeah, he's just walking around. He's apparently blind and he has a bejeweled cane. Yes. yes. Which should be very ineffective in sand. Right. But I, I, we see why he uses the sand. He sits down, puts the, puts the tip of the cane in the sand, mm. and then puts the, the, the kind of bend in the cane against his ear. Mm-hmm. And he's able to just sort of hear things. And I guess, obviously, the hearing in this is way too fucking precise. But I guess the idea is that someone who's blind would have better hearing. Yeah, that part is unrealistic. Just that part, though. <laughs> Um, so he's just been listening this whole time and he's like, I know where people went and I know blah, blah, blah. So, um, this glove basically crawls into the truck. Some, I don't know how the fuck the glove got there. I guess when it slashed off the guy's hand, some water stayed by the hand and the, and the hand glove went over to the truck before they all hopped in it. I don't know. You think it was there before they even left? No. Cause it came off the speed. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't think the hand did run up to them. The, the glove rather. Mm-hmm. I don't think it like followed them. Um, and so it, it jumps and starts choking Polnareff, and they go to help him. But I like, he just puts his hand out like, no, I got this. And it slashes at the water. But Jotaro's like, no, don't. Like, he's telling him, don't do that. So it slashes at the glove, which is holding a bunch of water. The Polnareff stand slashes at the glove. Yes. At this point, Iggy has also jumped out of the car, right? Yeah, that's he's right. He's jumped off of the truck, and he's just kind of, they show him standing in the desert, kind of watching the car drive away from him. He just pieces out. Yeah. yeah, he's just like, fuck this, because he's smart. <laughs> um, so then it 
Polnar slashes at the glove. Jotaro says don't, but I'm kind of like, it doesn't matter. It's going to happen anyway. All the water then spills out of the glove. It's just like in the air. Uh, or no, no, no. Before that, actually, Abdul... Who really rescues Polnareff? Because he slashes at the glove oh, and the water's just no, there? He sla- no. I he see. slashes at the glove, but nothing happens. There's magicians Oh, the water, the water is choking him. Yeah, so they in their scuffle, they end up knocking over one of the, the bottles of water that the Speedwagon Foundation had given them like as supplies. And so the small amount of water that was inside the glove combines with the large amount of water that's inside the jug and the whole big bubble of water goes over his whole head so it's drowning him right, right, right. in okay. like a bubble so he's he frees himself of the glove but then right. the water yeah gets bigger right and then abdul somehow burns the water off his face i guess it just Which, heats it up real i don't fast. know how he did that without boiling his face i guess it like heats up the part of the water and the water gets scared runs away I, it, I guess it did kind of run away. It didn't, it, it's not it, like it evaporated. It's it. supposed to be that stands are connected to you as a person. So mm. if the water suddenly got super hot, you would get super hot. Or he knows that it would be like vaporized soon. Mm. It, you know, I don't know. Uh, but then we do see that there's water droplets uh, still stuck to the side of the truck. Um, but bef- before that, or no, after that, go ahead. So steam is just water running away from heat. Yeah. <gasps> steam <laughs> is a pussy. Um <laughs> And the, they look at the uh, the car temperature gauge, the temperature gauge on the car, and it's like starts going all over the place. It's getting hot. And Cockyman <laughs> or somebody is like, they're like the water from the radiator, and they're like shit. And then like the the car hood. As soon as he says that. Yeah, the car hood or whatever blows off, and the water from the radiator shoots out and slashes at Joseph's shoulder, and he blows it out. Which radiator water is not the cleanest? That's got to oh, that's going to no. get infected as hell. Oh, no. Um, so Joseph is then like, and like, you know, fucks up the truck, which is like the second time that's happened already. Like, Polnareff driving, yeah. he got like slashed at. Kakyoin driving crashed this truck, or maybe it's a different. I think Kakyoin and Polnareff have also. No, I'm sorry, Kakyoin crashed the truck. Polnareff uh, pulled over to or, or something. Yeah, when he, was he didn't misty. crash the truck. Um, oh, so maybe it's the same truck. I don't think the helicopter dropped off a truck. Yeah. No, that's the truck that they had initially. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, Joseph crashes the truck. Everything goes flying all over the place. Polnareff is awkwardly like on he's all, all fours. Yeah, he's all tossed up. He's like on all fours, crashing on a box. Iggy's napping. Iggy's napping. He's not even nearby, right? He's still far away. Yeah, he's far away, looking so. at all this happening. He's just chilling from like, a dune. He's bored. He's like whatever. From what? From a dune. Oh. A sand dune. You know Frank Herbert's dune. Um, <laughs> and. The, uh, Frank Herbert wrote a, a very big book series called Dune. Called what? Uh, Dune. Thank you. Dune. But Miles Dune. is just making the U sound different. Um, and then we just cut over to Enduel. And he's like, I know where all the objects were. One by one, I'll take them out. Yada, yada. And then it just cuts to all of them. And yeah, Jotaro gets, sneaks in his like third yada, yada of the episode. And he goes like, Oh, what a difficult stand. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, he's like, like but it's getting interesting. He's not even phased because he's so cool. Which I guess is like the the creators of the OVA being like, the OVA is getting interesting, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So this is the cliffhanger, basically. It ends here. With uh, we more know, like a sand hanger because they're that's terrible. Uh, Don't ever uh, talk. The stop. Sand and, um, uh, stop. Uh, so uh, basically, it ends there. Where we know there's still some water nearby. We know Indul heard where they are. 
and they don't want to move because they don't want to make any noise. They're all just kind of sitting in their own little spaces. And we know that Iggy is somewhere safe but doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And that is it. Did you guys like the art? Yeah. The animation. I liked it. Yeah. It was 90s, and I like that. It was very 90s. Did you notice Polnareff's earrings, by the way? They look the same. Yeah, they're still circles. They look like um, one of those little mini baby bell cheeses that has like wax on the outside yes, but just cut in half like you, one would say best and the other one says friends they're Aww. supposed to be a broken heart why is it a circle i don't know oh. maybe at some point it was drawn that way and they were like we like this better i don't know but the ova both <laughs> maybe they parts, just love mini baby bell cheese maybe or like red coins whatever it's supposed to I be i love red coins wow collect eight of them and you get a star <gasps> anyway um, Joe Star. We've already made that joke. Oh wait, no, we haven't. No, we have not. We've made that joke with iTunes star ratings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> are you keeping track of all of the Super Mario references that yeah. I make on this? Okay. I have a chart right here. Oh, oh, that's very nice. You decorated. Uh, so yeah, that's the end of this episode. Um, Chicas, if you want to come back next week, you can see the second half. Sure. And then uh, if you want to watch the actual like whole story, it's on Hulu or Crunchyroll or whatever. Okay. Um, to watch this one, you'll have to break the law like Mark. Yeah. Look, it's not published anywhere. If you want to watch the JoJo OVAs. Breaking the law. Just the law. download them. They're hard to find. DM me, PM me. Mm, drop into his DMs. Call me send on those the nudes. Celly. Send those nudes. For nudes, I will send. No, don't actually do that. <laughs> nudes um, on the dune. <laughs> great job um i'll tell you how to get them i don't think anybody cares anymore because i don't even know if anyone still owns the rights to the fucking ovas maybe warner brothers bought them when they bought the somewhere someone is just shaking their fist at their no (laughs) i'll put it out one year don't do it but uh yeah what'd you guys think of iggy Mm. his eyes are too humany but he's cute he's my favorite character you just like the farting i feel like you'd be like iggy in Real why, life. why is he your favorite character, Miles? Because he's a dog. Oh, is that it? Yep. Okay, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's he's intriguing, but he's sort of a dick. It's funny because yeah. before we watched the TV uh, show anime this, this past year, I, I've played him in the fighting game a bunch, and I've seen him and stuff, and obviously I read the manga, but a long time ago... And I thought he was like helpful and cooperative. I didn't realize how obnoxious and unhelpful <laughs> he is and, and how bad Abdul and Joseph's judgment is. It's like they just captured this dog and we're like, yeah, he'll be useful. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get him later. And they didn't like try to like make amends or make friends with him. They just like dragged him around. Yeah. That's why he hopped out of the car. He's like, nope, I'm done. They're like, he'll listen to us if we have enough of these coffee gums. Yeah, basically. Which they didn't. I think we've established are only in Japan. He's a good doggy. No, he's not. He's not. He's a bad he's a dog. He's a bad doggy. No, all doggies are good dogs. I oh, think, I mean that's I true. Think but as a dog, he's fine. But as a like he does, I mean, as, as he is not helpful. He's not a helpful stand. He's user. a good dog, but they're he's using him a, as backup, and he's not backup. Not quite he just a walked good away. dog. He Nobody, like he never asked to be backup though. Doesn't he, matter. I'm saying for the purpose that they have him in their lives. He shouldn't chew it's people's hair. It's not the purpose he chose, though. That's, She's not blaming him. Difference. She's just saying that for like, if he is a tool, he which is he's not, not a good tool, right? But he's not a tool. He's an individual, right? As an individual, he's great. 
as a tool, he's not I don't think he's great. great. He chews people's hair and farts on their faces. I don't think... Polnareff didn't deserve that. Great. He kind of did. Polnareff didn't deserve Polnareff, any of that. Polnareff didn't do anything. Polnareff did it, nothing wrong. I feel really bad for Polnareff yeah. this episode. Not me. And like that fart probably went like in his mouth. It did not just go in his face. And he had mm. to lick fucking oh toilet bowls. Yeah, he's like had to lick a toilet and fucking... He had to eat poop. Maybe. We don't know how that all went okay, down. Okay, I guess that was happening before. Yeah. <laughs> before Iggy, things were gross. Never mind. Yeah. Um, do you guys know the musical reference? I think I ruined it once before. Of what? Iggy's musical reference source. Iggy Pop? Yeah. It's Iggy Pop. That's really it. Do you think his oh. Iggy name... Azalea? No. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> do you think his full name is Ignatius? Mm. No. Okay. <laughs> so she, she abstains from answering well dave and i my, my boyfriend dave who's also been on this have had conversations about like kids names and his favorite name on earth is ignatius ignatius it, it really upsets me yes <laughs> i like it what i don't about think Ign- i can name Ignacio? a child no Ooh, call, call it iggy no i don't like it iggy is a weird name yes. for a regular person no that's, that's um, a lady's name <laughs> so, I have to use the restroom. Okay. Well, we're pretty much done. Okay. Anyway. No, let's just take the podcast in there. Um, thanks for listening. Remember, <laughs> no. remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. You can listen on SoundCloud or download it or whatever. SoundCloud.com slash JJBpod. Email us, JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com. If you're confused about anything, don't keep it to yourself. Yeah. Because you get yelled at. Exactly. Let us know what we did wrong because we have all the cards and can't see what you see. But make sure you, you like sandwich it in between a lot of compliments. We yeah. want to do you right. That's right. That's our slogan. Anyway, goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Sister Midnight